Right about now, Funk Soul Podcast. Right about now, Rock Consumers, Rock Consumers. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Right about now, Podcast. The hell am I talking about? Um, hey, everybody. Harland Williams here. Harland Elizabeth Williams. Yes, my middle name is Elizabeth. Don't ask. Don't tell. <laughs> what a show we have today. Oh, my God. We have some Russian roulette happening here today. <laughs> Somebody's going down. Um, we're going to be starting to talk about Halloween as that gets closer and closer. And guess what, folks? I can fly. I'm not even joking. Without an airplane, I can fly. We're going to start talking about that today. I was flying. You're not going to believe how. Um, you ever hear the saying, close but no cigar? We're going we're gonna to kind of unravel that little saying a bit. Um, we've got a voicemail coming in um, from a poor listener who was cheated on. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, uh, what a story. We've all been cheated on. So uh, this guy called in and spilled his guts, and we're going to be analyzing that. And then... Uh, I don't know why, but I believe my gardener's dropping in, Senor Fuentes. I don't know why he just doesn't stay in the garden and play with the manure. He must be full of sh-nothing. Now let's get going. It's time for the Harland Highway! (laughs) You just made a wrong turn. Onto the Harland Highway. Oh, it's lovely. It's just lovely. The Harland Highway. Hi, Harland. I'm Teddy Rumpspin, and I'm your friend. Riding down the Harland Highway. I'm not your daddy. <laughs> oh, brother. I don't like this. Here we go again. How do they? How are they finding out about this? All right, so as you know, a lot of people, characters come into my studio. They challenge me to a game of Russian roulette, which so far I haven't ever lost. I don't know why, but I'm good at it. And now here we are today. Elmore Fudd from the Bugs Bunny cartoons comes in and he wants to challenge me. Are you sure you want to do this? Shh. Be very, very quiet. Oh, be very, very quiet. That's white. How am I going to be very quiet when we're playing with guns? Be very, very quiet. Uh, all right. Did you want to do this? Yes, I do. Why? You, you know you're going to lose, right? I'm a skilled hunter. I'm not going to lose. Uh, oh, God. Just because you hunt rabbits doesn't mean you're good with Russian roulette. Be very, very quiet. Uh, All right. Um, Maybe you will be very, very quiet in a few minutes. Okay, let's go. Here we go. Let's get the gun out. Load it up. I guess who's going to go first? Why don't I? Uh. Okay, here we go. Mow. Mow! Mow, mow! Mow! Ah, uh, your turn. 
Okay, but I'm telling you, this isn't going to end well for you. I always win. Are are you sure you want to do this? You're a beloved Warner Brothers Looney Tune character. Just shoot, you pussy. Uh, Oh, okay. You're going to have an attitude with me. Okay. Give me the damn thing. Mow. 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 There you go. See? No problem. Back to you. Mow. 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 I win again. Hey, it ain't over yet, Baldy. Mow. 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 Nothing. Back to you. Uh, I wouldn't be laughing so much if I were you. Mow! 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 Oh! Ah! Ah! I took. I tried to tell him. Did you not hear me? Oh, God. Okay. Elmore P. Fudd is now deceased. Idiot. Wouldn't listen to me. Please don't show up here and challenge me anymore. I did not let him in. To Russian roulette on the Harland Highway. Idiot. Did I get you? Did I frighten you? (laughs) Halloween's coming, people. You girls, you girls always, that's your excuse to become a uh, playboy bunny or a sexy vampire or throw on lingerie or the naughty nurse. You're so predictable. Always the same. I think guys are a little more creative when it comes to Halloween. I know, sexist remark, but I'm just saying, you go to any Halloween party, man, the hot girls always throwing on the lingerie. Probably wishes that they, they, they could uh, dress up like that every night. All right, you're supposed to be out there scaring people. It's Halloween. Put a costume where you got an axe in your forehead, or you got buck teeth, or you're, you got a peg leg. I gotta tell you, ladies, I've never been terrified by a hot nurse in ripped fishnet stockings and streetwalker pumps and big, luscious red lipstick painted lips. You know, put a a vampire, a werewolf, a Frankenstein, and a Cyclops in a police lineup and throw in a trashy nurse in ripped lingerie. Guess which one I'm not terrified of. There's only four of them I have nightmares about. The other one I have other dreams. Okay? Come on, ladies. It's Halloween, not Victoria's Secret Day. Now be careful about your costumes, man. I went out last year, man, and big faux pas. Almost lost my life. Don't do this. I did it. Last year I dressed up as a piñata. Yeah, a piñata. And I went trick-or-treating down in the Latino community. Oh, man, did that hurt. They beat the three musketeers out of me, man. That's like dressing up like Rodney King and going trick-or-treating at the police station. That's when it becomes, goes from trick-or-treat to trick-or-beat. Be careful. Trick-or-treat. Smell my feet. Give me a tasty nurse to take on a date on the Harland Highway. Okay, so here's something cool I gotta tell you about that, that's a lot of fun, okay? Fun for me. I don't know if it's fun for you or your kids, <laughs> but I'm having fun. 
I'm working on a new movie. It's a Disney movie, and uh, I play for the first time in my acting career. I've been handed the role of the bad guy. Usually I play the funny guy, the silly guy, the goofy guy. The You know, I've had a few roles where I've been uh, semi-serious, but uh, I've never been that evil villain guy, right? So Disney uh, asked me to do this movie where I play this evil warlock. And uh, basically in the movie, I... Uh, I uh, come out of uh, this weird uh, mirror, this this haunted mirror, and I come out and I I terrorize a town on Halloween, and uh, it's really cool. I mean, this movie they they, they I look kind of like a cross between Jesus and Satan. I've got the long hair and the robes, but I got the uh, big bushy eyebrows and the. The big goatee and the wizard beard and all that stuff. But what's really cool about it is, um, you know, in, in the movie, they've got me flying, okay? And and you're probably thinking, oh, yeah, they green screened them in or they, you know, it's a special effect. But no, this is where it gets fun for me, okay? They actually wired me in to a harness and hung a crane about 100 feet into the sky and hooked me up to this thing, and they are flying me all around this this city we're shooting in. And I gotta tell you, man, it is fantastic. I want to fly now, for real. I'm like, what? Wait a minute, what? So this is what the birds go through. They, they have me doing a scene. There's one scene, I don't know if you remember, in uh, Back to the Future, near the end, where the professor's up on the clock affixing the wire and trying to uh, get the lightning to hit, you know, right near the end of the movie so that the car can run over the cable and get the electrical charge and he can get back to the future, wherever the hell it is. Marty, we've got to get back to the future! Screw that! Marty, we've got to get to the Arby's drive-thru! Um... But anyway, so there's a scene just like that where I picture me, like, at the top of the roof on the town hall... And all these little kids come running out of the town hall in their uh, Halloween costumes, right? And I yell at them, and they turn, and they see me, and they start running, and then they let me go on the cable, and I'm flying down with my my, my uh, cape blowing in the breeze, and my boots are, like, bolted to this long staff with a glowing light on the end of it, and they've got these big fans blowing, and they're throwing leaves into the fan, so it looks like the wind's blowing, and there's leaves blowing everywhere. <laughs> I just got a leaf stuck in my throat there, and uh, here I come swooping down, and it's one thing that I'm swooping down, okay, that I'm flying. I literally drop from about, I don't know, 75 feet right down to ground level, but what's extra cool is all these kids are running in front of me and they're screaming and they're looking back and they're looking up and they're like ah! and I'm like I'm gonna get you and I've got my hands out like I'm casting a spell on them so they look like owl talons or eagle claws and I'm like ah! and I gotta tell you a million sensations go through your head like I said one I just wish I could fly it was so cool okay just just to be floating over things and looking down on things and the weightlessness of flight 
and not to have an airplane around me with coughing babies and fat people farting and stewardesses telling me how to put on a seatbelt. And then the other element, which was really fun, was just the whole element of chasing prey. Yeah, that's right. I felt like an owl or a vulture or an eagle coming down on, swooping down on its prey. It was just just weird, that that, that instinct of uh, fright or flight kind of, or sorry, fight or flight instinct uh, kicked in, you know? And it just felt like I was like this predatory raptor coming out of the sky. And, and these kids were running for their lives. And it was kind of a cool sensation. So maybe in another life I want to come back as a seagull or a barnyard owl or a sparrow or a heron. What the hell am I talking about? Yeah, I want to be in a parking lot beside Panda Express. Standing on the dumpster looking for uh, sweet and sour spare ribs the way seagulls do. The hell? Yeah, I want to be standing in a swamp fishing for frogs with my beak as a blue heron. Okay. The hell am I talking about? Anyways, back to the flying. What a sensation. That's one of the fun things about doing movies. You get to do these crazy things that... uh, you know, normally you don't get to do. So that that flying uh, feeling was really cool. And uh, it was kind of fun to play the evil guy. So I'll keep you updated on uh, on that movie. And uh, I think it's coming out next September. And um, I'll give, get you posted up on the details, the name of the movie, and uh, all that jazz. But in the meantime, if you're outside, keep looking over your shoulder because... I might just swoop down and get ya! Ah! Ah! Close but no cigar, kid. Close but no cigar. Yeah, guys, I'm talking to you. You know, having a summer fling or a spring fling. Or just kind of sowing your wild oats. How many of you guys have gotten right to the gates of heaven and had the door slammed in your face? You know what I'm talking about. You're having a little frolic with your frowline. And things are uh, progressing. Clothes are coming off. Body parts are doing things that they do when you're... Involved in the rapture. And it's hot and it's sweaty. And you think you're about to close the deal. And all of a sudden you realize there is no deal. Ah! I, I, th- I think I better go now. Uh, excuse, what, excuse me? I think I better go. What, wh- why? I thought we were... No, I... I'm just thinking about my dog. I didn't feed my dog. I, I, I don't care about your dog, okay? We, 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 we were right in the middle of the, something here, and I, I, I... Yeah, but no, I really better go. I'm not feeling it. Uh, how, how could you not feel it? We, we were just rolling around sweaty and naked and making out in the bed just, just a second ago. And, yeah, but that was then and this is now, right? Okay, see you later. Yeah, slam. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Not fun, right? 
And you got to respect a woman. You can't take it to a place that you're not supposed to take it to. No is no. We all understand that. But we are allowed to talk about the frustration of when you do get to that spot and all of a sudden the nuclear reactor has a meltdown. The freezer door slams and all you can hear is the echo. And you're standing there with your pogo stick. You don't know what to do with it. (sighs) And you hear her driving out of your driveway. And you're on your knees praying to God going, What did I do wrong, God? Where did I go wrong? Why did we have to stop? So you ladies out there, if you're listening, don't torture us. Because we don't have the same power over you that you have over us. You know what I mean? Jelly bean. Okay, good. There. See what I did for you guys? I took a hit. I, I groveled. I begged. I did it for you guys. So next time you're in the middle of some torrid midnight fling, look up into her face. Look into her burning, passionate eyes. And think of me, Harlan Williams. (laughs) And if that doesn't end it for you, I don't know what will. Here on the Harlan Highway. All right, now here's a story that I know is going to piss you people off. You can't believe it. I'm watching TV the other night. Oh, no. What are you? Oh, God. Why? Uh, Why did I? uh, What are you doing here? Hello, senor. I'm senor Fuente. I know who you are. I'm your gardener, senor. Yeah, I hired you, and why do you keep coming in my studio? I don't want you here. But I'm your gardener, senor. Does it look like there's a garden in here? No, senor. Then why are you here? I have some excellent news, senor. (sighs) What is it? And then get out of here. Wow, grumpy ass. Hey, watch it. Sorry, senor. What's the news? Some of the harvest came in, senor. I'm very excited. Okay, what? Well, one of the cucumbers came in and some of the potatoes. Excellent. Good. Get out. But, senor, you told me to wash the produce. Yeah, well, it's a garden. I grew the vegetables. I want to eat them. Yeah, wash them. Oh, I washed them, senor. Okay, whoopee-doo. I scrubbed and scrubbed your cucumber for a very long time, senor. Okay, do you have to... Oh, I scrubbed it up and down, senor. Nice and hard. Stop it. Oh, I've never seen a cucumber get so shiny, senor. Okay, it was glistening in the sunlight, senor. Water cascading down the side. Trickling. Stop it. Oh, senor, such a big shiny cucumber you have. Stop. Don't say my cucumber. Well, whose cucumber is it, senor? It's my cuc... Well, then, it's a big, shiny, hard... Stop it! Get on with it! Well, then I scrubbed your potatoes, senor. What do you mean? Two potatoes came in, senor. Only two? That's it, senor, but I scrubbed them. I scrubbed them so hard, I almost scrubbed the skin right off your potatoes. Oh, God. And then I laid the potatoes right there by your cucumbers, senor. 
all shiny, your cucumber and your freshly scrubbed potatoes. Stop talking about it. Are you finished? There was one more thing, senor. Okay, what? One of the mushrooms came in, senor. One mushroom? Yes, but it was a beauty, senor. Okay, did you clean that? Oh, yes, senor. I scrubbed your mushroom cap so it shined, and then I put it right in front of the cucumber and your little potatoes, and stop it! Your cucumber, potatoes, and mushroom cap are glistening in the sunset. Get out of here! Hey, Harlan, it's Jake Bueller from Las Vegas. I was uh, leaving you a message uh, listening about on your podcast about uh, cheating exes and our stories, so i to give you mine. Uh, my ex-wife and I were married about four years ago and um, had a child together. And um, shortly after she gave birth, she started going to her little sister's uh, gymnastics lessons. And um, she wouldn't let me come along. And, it, and after a while, I got a little suspicious. So I decided to show up at the uh, gymnastics place, you know, unannounced. And uh, first thing I see is her head is in some gymnastic teacher's lap, and uh, she jumps up out of his lap and uh, walks over to me and grabs my hand and pulls me out of the place. And she's got this innocent smile on her face like I didn't see it happen or something. She's like, wow, what are you doing here? Let's, let's go do something. What do you want to do today? I'm like, are you serious? I just saw you with that gymnastics guy. And... Uh, it was pretty bad. We got in an argument, and then she tried to say that I was paranoid and that she needed uh, to be alone for a while and, uh, you know, made me feel real guilty about it. And for some reason, I believed her that I was paranoid. She came into my head and, you know, convinced me, and I actually ended up buying her a bunch of clothes the next day <laughs> to try and make it up to her. What a sap I was. But uh, then I found out about it, you know. Since then, she's actually signed off parental rights and has nothing to do with my son or myself, and it was just a big mess. But that's my story, so just want to let you know. All right, bye. Keep up the good podcast, by the way. Oh, God, don't you hate it? Don't you just hate it? Poor Jake, right? Didn't he, didn't he sound like a nice guy? I mean, good Lord. It's one thing for the cheating but you have to do all the lying and the faking and the BS. And I think the worst part of it, of it all is when the person who's cheating tries to turn it around on you, right? They try to reverse it. They, they screw with you psychologically. They try to make, make you feel like you're the bad person, that you're being nosy, that you're being, uh, you know, bad. And it's horrible. It's like this poor guy actually got to the point where he w he went out and he bought clothes for this girl and she just strung him along, strung him along. Hey, you were cheating, right? No, not me. I don't know. I saw you making out with that guy. Look, why don't you buy me a brand new pair of shoes and a pantsuit and maybe, you know, a brand new handbag and I'll forget about this whole incident. Really? Yes, and throw in a steak dinner, and I'm going to let this go this time. Oh, okay, sorry I even brought it up. Do you need a new car? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You ladies, man up. 
If you get busted, you know what? Save everyone the grief. Save everyone the heartache. You two guys, if you're cheating, just if you're caught red-handed, just go, you know what? You got me. I'm so sorry. I probably hurt your feelings. I'm not happy inside. Obviously, something's wrong. I shouldn't have done it this way. But obviously, I'm not with you anymore in mind and spirit and body and soul. So let's just end it. Okay? Can't you just do that, cheaters? Do you have to do what? I wasn't doing anything. What? No. What? I was laying down beside that girl. She fell. What do you mean? Her, she fell and her clothes flew off. I guess she was missing some buttons. I don't know. Well, of course she was on me. She had to get on me to get leverage so she could stand up. What? Yes, my pants fell off too when she... Look, let me give you a lesson in physics, okay? When, a, when something heavy hits the ground, it creates a tremor effect and it causes vibration. So when she fell beside me... The vibrations in the ground caused my whole um, waistline to vibrate, and you can't believe it. My pants just, like, vibrated right down my legs, and my underpants blew up. I don't—I should have bought—look, that's on me, okay? I should have bought more expensive underpants. They just blew up. I mean— and then all of a sudden, she had to crawl on me, and we were naked, and what are you doing here anyways? Why are you here at the Motel 6 in room 12 when I was here um, checking it out so that when our anniversary came up, I was going to surprise you and I was going to, you know, have champagne in here and I was going to give you a little weekend getaway at the motel. What? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, give it up, man. Let it go. Don't drag it out and put the person you're cheating on through pain. And then on top of this, the guy had a kid involved. And obviously she didn't give a crap. I mean, you know, she signed away the rights to the kid. And, you know, who knows what selfish reason she was involved. So, Jake, hey, man, I am sorry you had to go through that. But you know what? You sound like you're a young guy. At least it happened now. At least you didn't have more kids and just... Go away, get on with it, and hopefully you find someone nice. And if there's some nice ladies out there that like this, this is what I'm going to do for you, Jake, okay? Because I want you to be better, man. I like to take care of my listeners. (laughs) Ladies, if there's any ladies listening to The Highway who, you know, are out there and you like the sound of Jake's voice and you think he sounds sincere and nice and a gentleman... You know, leave me a phone message. <laughs> leave me a phone message and um, tell me or tell the, the message machine that you like Jake. And if, if uh, I get a good message that seems sincere, I'll put it on the air. And then we'll get Jake phoning back in. And then we'll get you phoning back. And we'll just play this out on the air and I'll see if I can make a love connection for you and Jake. Okay, don't be afraid, ladies. <laughs> what do you think, Jake? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too involved, but I just hate seeing people go through that crap. So I hope you and your kid are good, Jake. Uh, onward and upward. And uh, you folks, if you have any phone calls, any stories about uh, relationships gone bad, cheaters, liars, ne'er-do-wells, You know what to do. Call me.
Go to harlandwilliams.com, and the phone number's right there at the bottom of the web page. Leave me a voice message, and uh, we'll get you on the air. Who knows what could happen here on the Harland Highway. Who is this? My mother is dead. <laughs> okay, before we go, um, I don't know if you noticed on that last bit when we were talking about cheaters and liars and all that, kind of underneath it all I had a song playing, and um, you know, every now and then I like to present you folks with uh, some some talented Canadian artists. Um, you know, growing up in Canada, there's a there's a rule uh, in order to help maintain Canadian culture so that we're not too overwhelmed by cultures around the world and especially the American culture because we we share the border. So um, the Canadian government makes a point of making sure that the arts and music and film and all that, there is a certain percentage of it that is required to be played throughout the country, throughout the land, which I think is a good idea. Um, you know, sometimes it feels a bit forced, but as any country listening um, would agree, it's probably good to try and retain uh, as much of your own art, your own culture, etc., so growing up in Canada, we got exposed to a lot of very talented uh, rock and roll bands and and part of uh, radio play. There was a required amount of Canadian content. It was called the Canadian content rule. So for the most part, we got rock music from all over the world, from mostly from America. We got, you know, the U.K., wherever a good song came out. We got basically the same stuff you'd hear in the good old U.S. of A., but what we also got that the USA didn't get was a lot of, like I said, great Canadian rock and roll songs that most Americans probably have never heard, were never exposed to, never got the chance to hear. And so every now and again on my podcast, I, I kind of like to pop one of those in. I don't own the rights to them. I don't... Uh, I don't have the copyright. I'm not looking to make money off them. But every now and then I will pop one in just so you can hear it and get exposed to it. And hopefully you go out and, you know, buy the guy's download or the girl's download or buy their CD or whatever. But um, but during the last segment, we were talking about cheating and all that. Underneath uh, all of it, I was playing a song by a really talented uh, Canadian kind of blues rocker named Colin James. And the song I was playing is called Why'd You Lie, which was very apropos for what we were talking about. And so I thought I'd close the show today with a little treat and expose you to uh, this very talented guy, and hopefully you get turned on to him. And uh, I always love this song. I love the lyrics. I love the sound. I love his voice. And, uh, you know, I thought it would be a good way to round out the show. So I hope you like it. Here we go. As we close out the show, I'll play it in its entirety. Uh, Colin James, Why'd You Lie? Close to 
Did you lie? Um, well, there you go. I hope you liked uh, that. Colin James is his name. Why'd you lie? Quite the hot video. If you go on YouTube, you can uh, you can watch uh, Colin tear it up, sing. And uh, good luck to Jake. Uh, thank you for um, joining me here today on the Harland Highway. And I'm not lying. I'm really not. 
Why did you lie? I'm not. Um, so we'll be back soon with more hijinks. More crazy hijinks than you can handle. And, uh, you know, folks, I'm not going to lie. Until next time, chicken chow main baby. First thing I see is her head is in some gymnastic teacher's lap. Have a really nice day today, folks. You deserve it.